You're tuned in to The Keetra Show and listening to SOB, Style of Business, the podcast with your host, Keetra. We aim to highlight the ongoing trek of entrepreneurs and business owners from around the globe, featuring stories that recount their struggles, experiences, and inevitable road to success and self-fulfillment. Welcome to SOB. This podcast is being brought to you by my inspiring new book titled Courage is a Muscle, Using Heart to Power Your Entrepreneurial Dreams. You can grab your copy today on Amazon. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in to another wonderful episode of SOB, Style of Business, the podcast. This is your host, Keetra. And today, you guys, you know, I have another good guest, another hot guest, another guest that's going to provide us with the gems and the jewels that we need to make sure that our businesses are growing full speed ahead. I'm speaking to the wonderful Mal McCallion. Uh, Mal... Hey, Mal has a lot of things, you know, a lot of things going. He wears a lot of hats. He is the founder and lead consultant at Groshan, and he is also the host of Growth Execution Podcast. So he's going to be talking to us a little bit about today about scaling our businesses, uh, providing some resources, and just, you know, helping startups, you know, CEOs, founders, those people that are looking to tweak some things and and just uh, make sure that they're putting in the right steps to see their businesses grow. So I'm going to give Mal a moment to drop that introduction for us. You guys know how we do, and we'll keep this ball rolling from there. So Mal, what's going on? How you doing? How's the day going for you? Give us that introduction. Hey, Keith. Yeah, fantastic. And listen, thanks so much for having me on. Really excited to be here and excited to be uh, obviously with your listeners as well, particularly those who are either looking to grow, to scale, to launch their businesses. Um, my background is I was lucky enough to be part of a couple of great startups over here in the UK, uh, one called uh, Prime Location uh, and one called Zooplo, which are kind of similar to, to sort of Zillow over where you are. Um, and lucky enough you know, to, for them to, to be uh, acquired or, or to grow so to multi-million pounds valuation. So, you know, I've been there at the start. I've sat there around um, tables where there's sort of six of us looking at each other going, what are we going to do? Been part of some near-death experiences with the businesses as well. So from all of that, you know, that's that's 20, 30 odd years of uh, of growth um, and, and, you know, trying to solve these problems that I think we all have in those startup businesses and, and young and growing businesses. So look, delighted to be here, really happy to pass on anything I can. Uh, my business is, is Groshan, as you say, G-R-O-W-T-I-O-N.C-O. There's loads of stuff on there if anybody wants to come and have a look as well. But uh, yeah, look, let's, um, let's see if we can't um, isolate some real things that are going to be helping to your audience right now. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, and I, I appreciate that uh, introduction. I think you made a very, very, very uh, valid point in regards to just, you know, the way that we get started on these different entrepreneur ventures or, you know, small businesses. And a lot of us kind of hit the wall when it comes to growing the businesses. You know, it's easy to to launch and to be all excited about actually, you know, having something to to promote and to market. Um, but then yeah. the growth part, you know, so, I mean, even when starting over, mm-hmm. like I've been in situations and even now as I kind of relaunch and, and uh, get things going in a different direction, I just kind of find that that growth, sometimes we hit a stalemate. So definitely um, yeah. excited to to be discussing that with you as well. Let's let's start with um, let's talk a little bit about uh, Groshan um, and what mm-hmm. your whole fo- focal point is there, because I believe there's a lot of value in just uh, and we'll talk about services a little bit later. But with the experience that, that you have and uh, bringing that to the table for your own company, tell us a little bit about yeah. why growth is important and, um, you know, why that should be like a, a primary focal point for small businesses and startups. You know, not only the launch, but really to to take into account the growth. Like, how are you going to grow? 
Yeah, exactly that. So, so look, so Groshen is is a kind of it's a compression of growth execution. So I have mm-hmm. a real focus on, on how you execute growth rather than just the theory of it and the philosophy of it. I think, you know, particularly for small businesses, particularly when you're you're launching and you're setting out, you're looking to grow. Um, the temptation to get kind of bogged down in in thinking about stuff is is huge, and particularly if you hit problems, right? It, what you what you're yeah. doing is you are. You know, you, you kind of almost—it's it's only when you're when you're towards the end of of the, the runway when the money's sort of coming to, to towards uh, running out that you kind of start to do stuff. So we're, here at Groshen, we're all about how do you grow and how do you execute on that growth, um, and we focus in on three specific areas of business, right? And, and only really three, and that's product, marketing, and sales. Okay. And our contention is that essentially, if you get those three right. You're done. You've won. You're winning. You are growing. Um, everything else, all the legal stuff, the HR stuff, the accountancy stuff, that that all hangs off your ability to execute on product marketing and sales. All right. And within each of those three, we have um, some d- different elements that, that make up product. So there's five within product. There's five within market. Five within sales. But at its heart. Your growth as a young business is going to center on getting the product right, getting the marketing right, and getting the sales right. So there's kind of just within each of those, there's a really kind of core core element. And within product, the core element to get right, the thing that feeds through every single thing that you then subsequently do within your business is is the reason why. Yeah. All right. And there's a great book by Simon Sinek called Start With Why. And if your listeners haven't haven't had a read of it or listened to it on, on Audible or whatever, do do go find it. It's amazing. And what it does is it just kind of goes into the human brain, right? And it, it talks about the psyche of of people of why they buy stuff, why they're why they're looking around at others and and relationships between them. And yeah. until they've answered the question why, then they'll be making it up themselves. So you need to, in everything that you do, in your marketing, in your partnerships, in your conversations with, you know, potential um, investors, in in all of this thing, you have to um, articulate the reason you are doing what you're doing. All right, and that is just something that it's it's kind of just needs to be in everything because what that does is that it, it, it recruits people to your cause. Yeah. All right. It makes people believe that. So those people that believe what you believe see a, a common, a common goal, a common mission. See somebody that they can really relate to, and a business that's there for them. Um, and that more and more now, as as you know, we, we're atomized, and perhaps particularly during the pandemic, you know, people are, are looking for connection. They're looking for something that means something rather than just a kind of commodity, something that's purely transactional. So, for all of your listeners out there, when, when you're thinking about your business, whether you've already launched, whether you're looking to launch, just be really, really clear on why you're solving this problem. And, and it, it, of course, there needs to be a problem. It needs yeah. to solve something. Um, but but if you can be really clear on why you're solving this particular problem, then that at the heart of your product or your service that you are delivering, that is the thing that's going to get you the furthest, fastest. Yeah, and thank you for that explanation. Uh, and I, and you brought up a really good point with starting with why and and the book. And I'm I'm definitely familiar with the work. Um, because I you know you see so many companies, especially the ones that. You know, you just wonder what sort of values they have, you know, what <laughs> and morals yeah, when you kind of yeah. see those guys. And it, and at some point, it seems like it, you know, it, it's more, I guess it's more, uh, 
driven towards making a dollar, right? And so when you yeah. yeah, and so and so when you think about starting with why, I mean, it really kind of wakes you up a little bit because you have no choice but to. I mean, if you're focused, you know, if you're focused, then you want to kind of stick with that. But like, what's yeah. I, I'm interested to know your take on those those companies that are just you know out there, and you know, maybe they start with why to to begin with, but then the money starts to roll in mm-hmm. and the values start to kind of fall away. Like, what is your what is your take yeah. on that? So, so I think that those businesses, it, it, it's about the length of time you will keep a customer, I think. And I mm. think for those businesses, they may be able to, you know, as I would say, you can fool some of the people some of the time, but not all of the people all the time. Right. They may have a throughput of customers that, that, you know, see them, think they're quite shiny and, and good, but then behind the facade, they will in the end discover that this is not a, a business that shares their ethics, whether it's, you know, environmentalism, whether it's diversity, whatever it is. Um, and those people will, you know, see through that and, and will fall away. Um, I think particularly for us as, as, as small business owners, as people who are looking to launch, you need to have a, a, a relationship with those customers and a depth of um, of understanding with them that that, are, that gives them permission to, to stick around. Yeah. Um, and that's yeah. why I think that the more you can showcase who you are through your work, through the, the business that you run, uh, or through the ideas and the, the products and services that you that you bring to the market, the more you will, um, the, the more you will re- get um, customers that relate to you, that will stay loyal to you, and that in itself means that your, you know, your costs are down, right? You're, you're, on yeah. pure dollar terms, you're not going to be paying as much for marketing. They will tell their friends, and their friends will tell their friends, and you start to build a community. You start to build a marketing. Uh, process that is not entirely dependent on splashing big bucks on on you know, TV or Super Bowl campaigns or whatever. Yeah. Uh, it's much more around right. Actually, this is th- this is um, a business that people love, and you know what? It's, it's so much more rewarding as well. Yeah. And that's that's a piece of business that I think is um, is something that a, a lot of a lot of entrepreneurs um, can get caught out with. You know, just just working for the dollar, just working for hard, just thinking they've got to take more and more and more and more. But yeah, and, and if, if you do that and if you execute successfully on your growth, then that's available. But don't lose sight of, of, of the fun stuff as well, right? We're not, we're not here for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> Might exactly. as well enjoy it. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, and I, I totally agree with you there. Like I, you know, it's funny because I, I believe more people are becoming appreciative of the story behind why somebody decided to open up the mom and pop restaurant or, you know, why they decided to to make the skincare line, all natural products and things like that. So like the power of the story is really um, like over the last several years, I know a lot of people have really been pushing how important it is for you to, you know, determine w- what are you presenting as far as your story? Like what's what's the story beyond the product? Um, let's give me like what, what do you how do you feel about just making sure that the story is in, in, in aligned with in alignment with um, the product, because that's another disconnect, you know, that I, I see oftentimes, like, what's your take on the whole storytelling approach? Oh, look, I, I love it. I think that, you know, going back to, to you know, our, our ancestors in, you know, tens of thousands of years ago, we we would be telling stories around campfires. It's it's the oldest way that we that we communicated the ideas yeah. um, that, that are quite kind of abstract, right? You know, the, the, the imaginative ideas. So um, it, it's part of us and it's part of um, the way that we um, internalize information and the way that we deconstruct it and, and, and find things to believe in. So um, I, I think having a, a narrative around your, 
people um, around your business is, is really, really important. And the story of you and the story of, the, of where how it came to pass, you know, however whimsical it might be and, you know, kind of, you know, just, just uh, you know, the accidents here and there and serendipitous events, all those kinds of things, I think, are, are really, um, really important because people, people buy people in the end. You yeah. know, and this is you know one of the things that we, that we talk about here is is sales, and, and and we obsess about sales as well. But you know, the the, the trust element that that requires that is required when people buy things is huge. And and as as we are more remote as as we are these days, and people buy things from distance, that trust element and building that trust um, is a really critical part of growth and a critical part of success. And one element of building trust is. People understanding your backstory, understanding what it is that's driven you to, to this point and why they should buy into and buy from you as opposed to somebody else. And that's that comes down to identity. It comes down to identification as well with who you are and what you're doing. Exactly. Yeah, no, that, that's uh, perfectly stated. And I, I, I want to talk a bit about, you know, um, when, you know, startups specifically and, and even, um, mm-hmm. yeah, we're willing, you know, just startups. Um, but then there's also mistakes that we as entrepreneurs and small business owners make as well. So like, yeah, we do. yeah <laughs> you know what I mean? So like <laughs> in terms of like Groshan, like what are some of the services or like what are some of the focal points of, of what you guys are doing? Um, you know, I guess resource wise, like how are you kind of helping to to really um, help startups and entrepreneurs form um, their game plans to where they're not making as many mistakes? Because uh, I know yeah, mistakes so, are going to be there, so for sure, you know. And like I said, you know, there were times in in previous businesses that then grew to, to you know, there was one that we sold for forty eight million pounds. Um, wow. You know, yeah. Zupa in the end was was two point two billion and was sold relatively recently. So you know, I was in on the ground floor of those, and and of those, you know, there were those moments where you did kind of look around and just think, we are. We, we aren't necessarily going to make it. You know, there's no rule or reason why we, we are guaranteed to. Yeah. And that's why we obsess here at Gross about the execution side of things. It's it's not about sitting around and throwing your hands up and hoping for the best. It's about understanding what those actual techniques are that are going to get you through and to, uh, through the bad stuff and to profitability. So, you know, what we do at Groshan is um, we, we, we start kind of with, um, the, the scorecard you can fill in. So if you go onto the groshan.co site, uh, you can see up on the top um, that there is a, uh, a button that, that, that allows you to get a scorecard. All right. So a scorecard, basically you fill in where you are as a business and it gives you back a number out of 100 as to how well you're growing and what your potential and growth opportunities are. So, so that, that's kind of one way we're doing it. And that's obviously free. We do growth, the daily growth execution tips. So uh, if you register on the site, um, groshan.co forward slash tips, then every single day free, you get a daily tip, just a bit of inspiration, just something to get your, your brain flowing, um, just about how to build businesses, how to grow businesses. So, okay. you know, that that's another way that we just want to kind of connect. We know entrepreneurs, startup entrepreneurs particularly, you know, m- money's not everywhere. This is all about how you can cost effectively um, drive yourself through to uh, through to profitability. So, you know, there's loads of stuff on the side that is all about, right, you are here um, you, you, you're doing something great. You're doing something important that means something to people. So let's let's give you some underpinning of some real core concepts that are going to help you to to get on that growth um, that growth um, trajectory as quickly as possible. Got it. Yeah, and and, and kind of back to to backtrack a little bit. 
uh, in terms of startups? Like what is there like a common mistake that you see most startups make in terms of trying to scale their business? Um, yes, yeah, so so I, I think it's about distraction. Um, oh, so yeah. I think it is very easy, you know, as a startup um, entrepreneur, and I've been there myself. There is so much to look at, and there is so many people telling you how to do things, and so much advice, you know, potential that, that that you think, you know, how can I compute all of this? And that's why we just boil this down to these three things because that's the simplicity, right? That's that's when you need to get rid of all the noise and the static, and just go right. I need to get my product right. Right. Okay, I need to understand why I'm doing this thing. I need to design it so that it's, it, it, it achieves solution to the problem. Uh, I need to know my audience. Okay, so this is also within product. I need to make sure that it is, you know, it's, it's dedicated to the right audience, that they can use it. Uh, and I've got to get my pricing right. Okay, and those those are the things that that, that you obsess about within product. Um, then you know you've, you've got to tell people about it. You know, it's, it's all very well having a wonderful, beautiful product that everybody that, that that everybody you tell thinks is amazing, but if the people that you want to buy it don't know it exists, then then you've got a problem. So marketing is the next one. You, you've got to talk to people about it. You've got to articulate your your promise. You've got to tell people why this is here and why it's important and what it's gonna what it's gonna do for them. So that kind of comes into the marketing side through through brand, through Intel, through advertising, uh, and so on, through marketing content. Uh, and then there's the sales side. You know, so marketing is great. It's telling people that that, that you're there, but you know, I think. Probably the biggest mistake I see um, young entrepreneurs and, and new businesses making is to hope, is, is that kind of natural optimism that, that essentially I've done it, right? I've, I've built the product. I've got my marketing out there. Now I just need to sit back and people are going to buy it. Exactly. And, and I wish, I wish that was true. Yeah. <laughs> I so wish. And that's why we've, we then focus on sales. And and sales can often seem like a bit of a dirty word, particularly as, uh, to, to some some entrepreneurs and a startup. You know, the, the, the idea of actually kind of um, building a sales process where actually, you know, you are observing what people do and then you are reacting depending on, you know, how many times they open an email of yours or something like that. Um, you need to, to get to grips with sales as quickly as you possibly can. You need to understand the audience. You need to know where they hang out. You need to, to, to tap into uh, those that have indicated interest and to help them make that active decision to, 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 to buy and to, to make sure that they, they, they complete that transaction. So that really is the kind of core of everything we do here is around, right, you've got product, you've got marketing, and you've got sales. Yeah, that's that's perfect. Yeah, and I and and even for like for sales, um, you know, like, do you feel like it's changed dramatically since the pandemic has happened? Because you know, we we could sell in a lot of different ways, and now everybody's you know mainly focused on social. Uh, what's your take yeah. on as far as sales? Yeah, so so I I am a fundamental believer that that in the end sales is 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 people buying but buying something that's going to solve their pain. Um, so the the conversations that you have to have with people, I think you're right. I think they have changed. Um, but but all the way through, there's there's kind of four stages to sales in in, in our view in this, this sales process. First, identification. So that's where marketing really really kicks in because it helps people to identify to self identify uh, or for you to observe who reacts best to what your proposition is, then you've got to engage them, right? And, and you're right, social media has become a key um, kind of method of engagement over recent times and perhaps particularly in the in the last year or so. Yeah. Um, but you need to be able to track that. And then generally speaking, there's, there's almost always one key activity 
that you have as as uh, that, that engages people more than any other um and you know it could be things like like an online demo for example if you if you're selling a service particularly um it could be you know a, a, a white paper so some kind of booklet that, that people register for that helps to explain what it is that you're going to do but what you're looking to do once once you identify that that key activity and again it, it's the thing the activity that pushes most people or more people down the funnel than anything else. Um, you know, if you're a restaurant, and obviously there's difficult times for restaurants, yeah. but if you're a restaurant, then you know perhaps it's a uh, you know it's a tasting evening. If uh, if you're, you know, if you're selling cars, then it might be a a test drive. You know, whatever that thing is, that key activity that gets more and more of your audience through towards conversion, towards wanting to buy your product. That's the thing that you should be uh, having as your call to action. That should be the thing in your Twitter bio. That should be, you know, what you're constantly talking about at the end of your, the end of your videos. Um, so those are things that, that we really focus on here as well is, is what's that key activity? What's going to push them um, from engagement to conversion? And then don't ever forget that conversion, people saying, yes, I love it. And I want to buy it is not the same as them actually doing it. Right. And that, again, is one of those kind of key mistakes I, I, I do observe is you, you almost think you've done it because they've said yes. You still need to get them to click that button that says buy. You still need to get them to sign that contract or you still need to get them to, to hand over the money. And that's a really important part of, of sales, too. Oh, excellent. Perfect. Perfect, Matt. We appreciate that. Let's let's uh, jump into the podcast. So you have Growth Execution Podcast, which, um, yeah. yeah, a lot of good stuff going on there. Tell us a little bit about Thank your you. aim there. Oh, so I I I love um, talking to to people such as yourself, Kitra, that 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 have got a real passion for business and and that really um, that really get it. At the, the moment, we're in season three of the Growth Execution Podcast, um, so so do go and have a look. We're we're interviewing entrepreneurs, um, and again, this might be re- really interesting for your for your listeners. Um, uh, our contention at the moment is just as we come out towards the end of the pandemic in in the UK, we're still in lockdown three here. Um, that there's a lot of people whose lives have changed fundamentally over the last year and not, you know, mm-hmm. the, the sad mm-hmm. cases of people who, who know people who have died, but people who have lost their jobs, people who have been on furlough, people who's, you know, have looked around and felt so powerless yeah. as others yeah. have made decisions over their lives about whether they're going to carry on or not and things like that. And those people are looking at potentially setting up businesses. They've had these ideas, perhaps during lockdown, they've had the time to sit and really work on how they might bring it to life. So the, the Growth Execution podcast in this season is all about interviewing uh, entrepreneurs about their launches, all right? And uh, I've actually got a book coming out at the end of April called The Launch Handbook, which again, just kind of goes into this, right? How do you how do you start? How do you kind of sit there with this idea and get it out into something real and tangible, something that people are wanting to buy and building a business to profitability? So that's what we're, we're doing on the Growth Execution. And we've got some wonderful guests We'd love to have you on as well, Keitra. Um, you know, just just talking about how they've launched their businesses, what their experiences have been, you know, what they've messed up, what they've done really well, uh, and just some really good kind of actionable tips, executable tips, which is what we obsess about about how you can uh, how you can you can make your business um, start and then scale. Perfect. Yeah, we're definitely looking forward to the book because because I'm telling you, like there's 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 never you know you can never have too much information in terms of. Uh, business growth and entrepreneurship. And I think it's, you know, the podcast uh, in particular, I love the fact that you are, you know, featuring other entrepreneurs and um, it's just good to kind of hear their stories and to get that sense of inspiration and even aspiration, you know. 
Yeah. Yeah, and look, and, and I'm in the privileged position where I, I learn loads of stuff as well. It's great. Yeah. So I actually get to kind of sit there and ask the questions that that you know I I would hope obviously the audience would want to ask as well. But just to really find out from some you know some of these people who've got amazing, huge, you know, multi million dollar businesses, and some of them you know are, are, are just starting out. Yeah. And there's always a personal story in there. And there's always some reason why it's happened. And then you know what what are the steps that they're taking? What's worked? What hasn't worked? So yeah, it's, I, I love it. It's really really interesting. Absolutely. Yeah, no, we definitely appreciate that. All right, Mal, before we get ready to wrap up, words of encouragement for the listeners. Uh, anybody that's listening, any words that you have? Uh, so look, uh, for, for me, look, as, as we look out right now, so, you know, in, in February 2021, um, all I can see is that there's a lot of that there's a lot of opportunity coming down the track. I think that, that the world has changed quite significantly. I think some of the more entrenched businesses um, who have got a lot to protect are, are, are vulnerable uh, to some really sassy, smart startups uh, who are going to be able to, to, to get involved and to, to, to do things differently now. Yeah. Um, the world has woken up to, to remote, to video, to, you know, to, to doing things um, very differently. And I think that the, the winners and, you know, hugely encourage uh, those that are listening in, you know, think about the, the, the skill sets that you've got. Think about what, what your why is. Why are you here? Why are you, what, why, why, why are you thinking the things that you're thinking? Why are you looking at the solutions you're looking at? Go for it. Get involved. Find ways that are going to work. And, you know, look, there, there, is, there has rarely been a better time, I would suggest, to, to start a business than there is coming into this year. Um, and I think the opportunities are huge. And I think there's going to be some great success stories. And I, I, I can't wait to see it. Absolutely. Yeah, me as well. Looking forward to, uh, I mean, it's a lot of good stuff being launched uh, right as we speak. Yeah. <laughs> so, but our, Exactly that. Yeah. All right. Hey, Mel, um, hey, let us know where we can sign up for your newsletter, check out the podcast and sign up for the podcast as well. More information on services yeah. and social media handles. Go ahead and share that with the audience for us. Sure. Great. Thanks, Keisha. So, yeah, so Groshen.co is, is the kind of mothership of everything. G-R-O-W-T-I-O-N.co. Uh, on there, you do forward slash tips. It's got all the tips. So tips forward slash newsletter is newsletter forward slash uh, podcast guess what that's where the podcast is but yeah everything yeah. is there and and, yeah. and signposted but yeah look we'd love to love to, to see anybody from uh, from your listeners uh, on there as well there's a growth execution group on facebook as well do come chat to us there um but yeah look whatever we can do we would love to, to help if we can all right. Hey, perfect, guys. We have heard from the magnificent Mal McCallion, the founder and lead consultant over at Groshen. And like I said earlier, he's the host of uh, Growth Execution Podcast, where you can, you know, pretty much on Apple and all the other wonderful platforms. You guys make sure to check him out. Hey, Mal, we appreciate you being a guest and look forward to all the wonderful things you have coming. And we'll, we'll definitely be having you back. Uh, listen, I'm so grateful to, for the opportunity to speak and, and congratulations on your podcast and your book. And it's been great to, to speak with you, Keisha. Thanks again. Thanks for hanging out with us here on SOB. We hope this episode has been resourceful. If you'd like to check out the latest articles or follow Keisha's website updates, just log on to Keisha.com or follow her on Twitter at K-E-E-T-R-I-A.